Hello, and welcome to Rewire. Whether you're a baby boomer or a baby zoomer, a millennial or an elder ally, enjoying retirement or planning ahead, this podcast provides you with the information and inspiration to help you live your best life. And now, here's our host, Duchess Dale. Hi, it's Duchess. Welcome to episode 11. And let me explain for my regular listeners that we didn't get to upload on Wednesday, which we typically do, because I was having so many issues with the software and stuff that I decided fresh start and I would record an episode for Thursday, September 21st, which coincides with the International Day of Peace for the United Nations. Now, I think that's a wonderful idea to celebrate the concept of peace today and every day. And so I'm going to share with you one of my favorite quotes, and you might be surprised at the origin. Quote, when the power of love overcomes the love of power, the world will know peace, end quote. Not from a statesman or an author. (laughs) Those are the words of Jimi Hendrix. That is a name that many of us baby boomers will remember. And today is also National Chai Day. Yay! In fact, in our household, we celebrate Chai Day every day, not just because I love the tea, but because that's the name we gave our dog. When she was a puppy, she looked like a chai latte. She was kind of vanilla, creamy colored, and the top of her head had this swirl of russet golden brown that looked like cinnamon. So then we looked up the meaning of chai and we learned about the god Chaitanya, which is about consciousness and enthusiasm and the state of conscious energy. And if you met our dog, you would know and see that she is filled with energy even now at age 13. So we will be celebrating Chai Day, and the three of us will probably go to our favorite place and celebrate with a chai latte. I wish you could join us. September 18th through the 22nd of the month is Malnutrition Awareness Week. And if you're like me, I wasn't aware of that. But for this podcast, I became aware and did some research and preparation using the American Society on Aging website to get some details. And the Older Americans Act Nutrition Program celebrated its 50th anniversary this year. And the purpose of this particular program, which offers congregate and home-delivered meals, is to provide a meal, nutrition education, and the opportunity to socialize. By socialization, that helps to reduce hunger and malnutrition among older adults. Healthy aging is a very difficult thing to achieve without proper nutrition. Malnutrition can lead to a bunch of things, including a loss of muscle mass. It also increases the risk of falling, something we talked about in last week's episode. And these are common concerns for older adults and those who care for them. Up to one out of every two adults were already at risk for malnutrition before the COVID-19 epidemic. And as you know, that increased everyone's isolation and challenges for getting healthy meals and amplified the risk for older adults. So federal nutrition programs have become an increasingly important aspect of tackling malnutrition. Well, today, Our guest is coming back to talk to us. You might remember earlier in the year, we talked to Ophelia Stepp, 
who is the New Mexico State Nutritionist, and she's here again today to join us so that we can get a little more insight into the topic of malnutrition. So welcome, Ophelia. If you need help turning all this information and inspiration into action, call the Aging and Long-Term Services Department, 1-800-432-2080, or go online, www.aging.nm.gov. Please share this podcast with your friends and family. It's on all the major platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify, and Stitcher. And be sure to subscribe. It's free to do so. And that way you get notified when a new episode is available. And I'm available by email at yourliferewired at gmail.com. Drop me a line and let me know if there's a specific topic you'd like me to cover. Till then, thanks for listening. Well, hello, and today I have a guest that is returning for a second visit, and you may remember the interview with Ophelia. Ophelia is our state nutritionist for the state of New Mexico, so welcome, Ophelia. Thanks for coming back. Thank you for having me, Duchess. I appreciate you having me. In case we have some listeners who didn't hear the first interview, could you tell me a little bit about yourself and your position with Aging and Long-Term Services? Yes, um, I presently work as a nutritionist for the Aging Long-Term Services Department, which requires that I provide nutritional support to all senior centers, both tribal and non-tribal. I have a background in community health, public health, and nutrition And I'm originally from California, and I have been employed with the Aging Long-Term Services Department for five years. Oh, wonderful. (laughs) That's fabulous to know. And uh, we'll have to talk about California another time off the podcast. (laughs) I'm sure you're keenly aware of the fact that from September 18th through the 23rd is Malnutrition Awareness Week which is why I thought you would be the perfect guest for today. Our show is going to... Oh, you're welcome. This show is for Wednesday, the 20th of September, right in the middle of that week. So I want to ask you a couple of questions to boost our awareness about malnutrition. And could you just even define what that means? What is malnutrition? Yes, absolutely. So first off, let me say that the week is designed to serve to educate healthcare professionals and the public on the important topic of malnutrition. So what is malnutrition? It's when your body does not get the right balance of energy and nutrients it needs. So according to Aspen, and Aspen is the American Society of Parental Interall Nutrition, Malnutrition is more common in adults over age 65. So malnutrition can cause medical problems, disability, hospitalization, and even death. Oh, my. Yeah, it's a very serious topic. And it's interesting to me that uh, the statistic you gave me, which is that it, it affects adults primarily over the age of 65, is interesting since Clearly, we're trying to support seniors and older adults to have this awareness. 
I think needs to go out to the people and the family members and the caregivers, as well as some of the senior centers and providers. Absolutely. Very important topic. So are there different types of malnutrition? Yes, there are. There's two common types of malnutrition for in older people. There's the undernutrition, what happens when a person does not eat enough food. They end up losing too much weight, causing health problems. They're basically undernourished. And then there's the overnutrition. And this is caused by excessive consumption of nutrients. This affects um, on being overweight and obesity. It's basically overeating, but they're not getting the right nutrients that they need. Well, that's fascinating to me because I, I guess maybe it's my my ignorance uh, that I would have thought someone who were you know would be obese or majorly overweight would not be suffering from malnutrition because it looks like they're eating a lot. But what I'm hearing you say is they may be eating a lot, overeating, but it's not the right foods to support the body. Exactly. So they're eating high calorie foods, like lots of sugar, lots of carbs. And this is causing the overeating and the overweight and obesity. My goodness, that's a whole interesting topic in and of itself. Um, Other than what we might, friends and family might visibly see in someone who looks really, really thin or gaunt, or someone who is really, really overweight, are there other signs that family members and friends could notice that might be indicators of malnutrition? Yes. So malnutrition may not always be easy to see. So it's important to keep an eye out for possible signs. Some of the major signs are unplanned weight loss. So they might, their clothes may not fit any longer. You see them losing weight more often. Their rings might be too loose. The watches might be too loose, or even their dentures become too loose. They lose um, their appetite, lack of interest in food or fluids. Um, they become overtired, low energy levels. Um, their reduced ability to perform everyday tasks like taking showers, getting dressed, or cooking. Muscle weakness. Sometimes it's frequent vomiting, nausea, or diarrhea, and then slow healing of their wounds. Also, they get sick often. They get colds often, you know, and sometimes swelling of the ankles and legs and even the belly. Those are signs. My goodness, those are interesting clues and what might someone do if, if you notice that in a loved one or an older neighbor or family member? Um, what might you suggest is the best way to inquire if if they're how their diet is or what they're doing about that? Well, the first thing to know is that malnutrition is preventable. So it can be treated with a healthier diet and a healthier lifestyle. So some of the um ways that a person can improve their diet and and be a lot healthier in their lifestyle is to purchase food that is more tasty. So easy to prepare rich and healthy calories and protein. 
So they're needing more protein. So example of that would be eating more high protein foods like meat, milk, eggs, and beans. Those are high protein food items. So eating more foods like that, making your meals more social. You know, a lot of times our seniors don't like eating alone, you know, so making that meal social, eating with friends, or maybe going out with friends and family to restaurants. But remember, go on those days where the restaurants offer senior discounts. So you get that <laughs> discount, you're eating with your friends and your family, you know, special of it. I like also, what you think. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm a very frugal person. So go on those senior discount days. Also, <laughs> register at the senior centers for congregate meals. You know, you can have a congregate meal. And socialize with other seniors that are there that want to socialize with you. Also, eat five to six small small meals a day instead of three large meals. You know, a lot of times it's hard for us to eat a big meal three times a day. But, you know, small little meals that have your your high protein, your meat, your eggs, your milk, your beans um, is very helpful for getting that protein in the body. Building muscles. And strength by list, lifting weights, using resistant bands, taking walks in the park or even in your neighborhood, you know, or even walking around the yard. Also, you can find nutritional drinks. So just say you just don't have the appetite, <clears throat> excuse me, but you want to get those nutrients in that body. You want to get that protein. Look for nutritional drinks like Ensure and focus on those drinks that have 15 to 30 grams of protein. You want oh. those high protein drinks. That's, uh, I'm going to have you even repeat that because some of us who are um, vegetarian, I know that there are pea plant um, protein drinks available, maybe even some almond milk ones. I'm not sure, but I think that that's a key factor to look for. And you said between 15 and 30 grams per drink grams of protein. Yes. There's vegan um, protein powders that you could mix with almond milk. Um, there's also protein powders and drinks, supplemental drinks for vegans or vegetarians. So they're out there. That's good to know. I mean, I think it's good to know for all kinds of reasons for those of us who are who do follow that lifestyle, but also to give a um, variety for people to choose from for getting that. And I, and one of the little tricks that I, I like to do, particularly in summer is I take my little protein drink. If I'm, you know, running around and I shake it up and then I put it in the freezer for about a half an hour before, and then it tastes kind of like a milkshake, nice cold milkshake while I'm uh, for my lunch or my snack. So I recommend that as an option for somebody if they, if they miss having ice cream or milkshakes. That is a fabulous idea. I love that <laughs> idea. In fact, I'm going to, I'm going to do that, Duchess. I'm going to put my protein drink freezer. Thank oh, you for the tip. My, hey, <laughs> I can't believe it. I gave a, a nutrition tip to a nutritionist. I'm thrilled. <laughs> it does. It really tastes good. But make sure you shake it first and then put it in the freezer. And it's it's slushy, yummy. Uh, okay, so thank you. Yeah, I got so excited I forgot. What are some of the other steps that maybe one can do? I You're bringing up the, the entire picture. What I love about this is 
you're talking about nutrition, of course, food quality. And then you mentioned being connected and the social aspect. You mentioned exercise. And these are, I think, facets that are so important, particularly for seniors, to be able to have a full and healthy life. Absolutely. You know, we have to, even though nutrition is extremely important, physical activity is just as important as our nutritional needs. So being more active, getting connected with our senior centers, because a lot of our senior centers have programs, they have exercise programs, Um, the senior Olympic program, they have great classes, just basic, basic classes on physical activity. And I think how perfect that you mentioned that because this is also National Senior Center Month. So we've been talking about that and getting people to discover and find a senior center near them so that they can connect to whatever level is comfortable for them, maybe taking classes, maybe sharing a meal. I know they often have um, other lectures and special events. And now that we are pretty much post-COVID, that we can go out and socialize. And of course, people can still take precautions with masks and frequent hand washing, but not deprive themselves of the interactivity or what a senior center has available. Absolutely. That's Mm -hmm. a great point. It's connected with our senior centers. That's extremely important. Connect with your senior center in your community. Great. So knowing that, and I know that the Aging and Long-Term Services Department offers a wealth of information, what is it that they may find if they go onto the website or call 1-800-432-2080? I have that memorized now. If someone were to call or contact Aging and Long-Term Services here in New Mexico, What can be offered to a senior in regards to their health, well-being, and nutrition? There are so many things that the ADRC can offer seniors. Um, The first step is they would connect them to their local senior center so they can register there. And part of the registration process is an assessment that's done. That assessment will reveal to that senior center provider whether that senior is a high nutritional risk. If they're at a high nutritional risk, additional meals and snacks and other referrals can be given to that senior in order to improve their nutritional health. Also, the senior centers are connected, excuse me, the senior center and ADRC, they're connected to a lot of various agencies that can connect seniors to programs that can help them nutritionally. There's the Farmers Market Association that has a Fresh RX program. The Fresh RX program is such an excellent program. Seniors can get six weeks of produce bags along with easy meal ideas. And then there's the ICANN program that is part of the university extension that offers free cooking classes, meal prepping ideas, and different ideas to help seniors to um, eat healthy and be physically active as well. So it's important to connect with our ADRC. As you said, the 800 number, and I'm going to give it to you again. It's 1-800-432-2080. 
contact our resource center and there's tons and tons of programs out there to help you. Also, there's a website if you're interested in more information on malnutrition or just nutrition being an older person, it's www.nutritioncare one word .org. There's tons of information there on malnutrition and on nutritional needs for seniors. That's fabulous. And I'm going to, I will repeat it again at the close of the show and I will put it on our Facebook page, www.nutritioncare.org. Correct? That's correct. Yay. Wow. There is so much available. And again, I, I'm, I'm probably sounding like a broken record. I keep appreciating how much is offered to seniors here in New Mexico. And when we had the state fair last week where you and I got to meet and I visited all of these different tables that had information that you even mentioned, uh, some of the, the organizations like ICANN and certainly your table have that. There is so much information, resources, and things available for a senior or someone who is caring and loving a senior that there's no reason not to avail oneself of those resources and get involved to improve a senior's health, but you know what? It kind of is a good inspiration for our own, don't you think? Absolutely. It's preparing us as we get older to be a lot healthier. We want to be healthy as we get older. Um, so reach out. Also, oh, Duchess, I, didn't, I forgot to mention. Okay. They what? can also reach out to me. They can contact me. I'd be glad to direct them in any area of nutrition that they would need. Oh, my goodness. Why don't you, do you want to give them, well, they can reach you at that phone number that we've already shared, 1-800-432-2080. And I don't know if you want to give them your email or just have them reach out through that website and the phone number. Reach out to the website and the phone number through the ADRC. Just tell them, hey, I need to talk to that nutritionist and I will <laughs> be glad to provide whatever information that they need. They'll know it's you, right? You're the only one, Ophelia, right? They're not going to get somebody else. The one and only. That's what I think. <laughs> That's how I feel about you. The one and only. Well, I want to thank you for taking time again today, particularly on this important week, to increase senior awareness. But as I said, I think it's important to increase the awareness for all of us, whether we're caring for a senior, we are a senior, or are looking ahead to becoming a senior. I think it's really important to understand nutrition and to plan ahead. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Duchess, for having me on your show. I really appreciate it. And I could go on and on and talk about nutrition. You know this. I do. And you know what? I bet you you have an open invitation to come back again. So we'll continue this and you can think of all kinds of topics that you want to cover. And we'll do another episode um, before the end of the year. I will be honored. Thank you so much, Duchess. Thank you, Ophelia, and stay healthy. Thank you. 
Well, I know that sometimes we feel like we're not getting the right foods or the foods that we want. And yet I know malnutrition is a very serious topic. So if you have the opportunity to help someone in your family or your community to learn more about better nutrition or how they might avail themselves of the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program called SNAP, please contact either the Aging and Long-Term Services Department, 1-800-432-2080, or go to one of your local senior centers and find out about that program or maybe ways that you can volunteer to help someone else. Now, I know if you're like me, it's not really malnutrition, but I often have to curb my sugar cravings. And I learned something from the University of Oxford that our brain associates the color pink with sweetness. So if you're starting to have sugar cravings, maybe it's time to pretend you're Barbie (laughs) and put on something pink because the idea of pink cotton candy or pink bubble gum or pink frosting somehow helps the brain and gives an effect a similar feeling of consuming sugar. Maybe it's because it makes us feel sweeter. Pink increases our feel-good hormones and we feel more energized. And when we're more energized, then it blocks our sugar cravings. In these studies, even consuming something pink, like pink-colored water, which means it'll be unsweetened, gives people the increased feelings of pleasure. Study subjects also ran faster and farther on a treadmill after drinking something pink. So, any saturated pink color, Barbie-esque as it may be, will cut your sugar cravings significantly. (laughs) It's something I'm going to try. So please join me next week as we wrap up the month of September, and I am hoping to have all of these techno issues resolved. And until then, remember to recommit, refresh, and rewire, maybe in pink. Our show is sponsored by the Aging and Long-Term Services Department of New Mexico. You can contact that department by calling one 800 432-2080 or online at www.aging.nm.gov. Our original music is written by New Mexico's own Lydia Clark. Join us next week on your favorite streaming platform. Till then, remember to reconnect, recommit, and rewire. Inspiration.